G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, Dad, tell me how good it was. <laughs> it's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained him. He's playing footy. He's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in Madison Clark's humble abode in East Melbourne for the True Bloods season review. List completion, whatever you want to call it, Mads. How are you, mate? They've been calling for it, Dable. They have, and we've answered the call. We have. It's what we do, mate. And Calls come through, and we answer them. And this is the best quality studio that we've ever had. It's, so it's the amazing the acoustics in the uh, East Melbourne abode. There's a, a very high ceiling, Dable. So you would think that it, it would be a lot more echoey than it is, but uh, it's very good. It's very good. I'm happy to have you here. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, mate. It's, it's uh, uh, a few months off. It is a few months off. It's 9.08 Saturday morning, 3rd of December, and uh, we just thought it was timely to jump on and review the – do a little bit of a season review, right? Yeah. And, uh, and wrap up the list because the draft's done. List changes are done. Um. But yeah, look, I think um, I think we can we can start off looking back at what was a phenomenal season. What a, what a year it was, mate! It's it was we look back on it with it with fondness. That's for sure. It was it was so exciting. We we, we look forward to every week. We knew we were a chance every week, and and generally the boys performed and always putting in putting a you know a, a solid effort. And there weren't too many games we walked away with with like what the fuck was that? You know that to only get a couple of games like that, you know you, you're doing pretty well and and we're trending in the right direction. There's no doubt. Well, here's the thing, right? So, you know, 2019 and 2020, right? We lost. 14 and 12 games, respectively. Yeah. Right? That's, it's that's, a massive jump. That's probably the... a massive jump. That's the part that, you know, it does get mentioned from time to time, but not as much as it should. The the, the great improvement and the, and the quick improvement that we showed this season, it's, it's amazing. It's not too many teams have turned it around as quickly as we have with a young brigade like we have. So I just don't do it. It's, you know, you look at your, your North Melbourne's down the bottom. You look at how, how long Carlton was down the bottom, still yet to make a final series, really, you know, since their rebuild as such. 20-year rebuild. 20-year rebuild. It's, teams don't turn it around in sort of three or four years like we have. Debs, I mean, 2020 shortened season, right? Maybe it's an outlier. But we had five wins in 2020. Yeah. And in 2021, we had 15. Yeah. Like, that's nuts, man. It's that's huge. insane. To turn around that that quickly. 2022. Uh, uh, no, but 2021, I'm saying we Oh, was it last year yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So that's why I'm saying we, we were thereabouts then. So we're in a situation where, you know, our list has been competent enough to, to almost get the same output. We were, we were one win difference this season. Than we were last season, right? Yeah. And that's coming off a, a five-win season and uh, an eight-win season for for twenty 2020 twenty and twenty nineteen. So that really says something about it in terms of when when you hear people talk about the belief that they had internally, you know, it, when they were in the hub in twenty twenty, we were getting smacked. We lost twelve games. 
but they knew that they had the the nucleus to to be able to be a, a really good side, and I, I, that's clearly seen from from the results. I mean, man, it's it, we we were just unbelievable this year, and I still don't think that we get the credit that we deserve for the year that was for sure. And I think one thing I look back on is we still didn't fire on all no, cylinders. No. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the best footy we probably played was, you know, that first half of that prelim against Collingwood. We're unstoppable. Our pressure was amazing. We we're executing. But, the, you know, there weren't too many complete games, especially the, you know, we won eight in a row there and we we were never firing on all cylinders, as, as I say. Never, never once, Steve. And, but you know what? Maybe that's just modern footy. Yeah. Maybe maybe you put the foot down and you take it off. Maybe that's just how it is yeah. these days, especially with the way sort of people roam around, the way it's coached. Maybe maybe that's just part of the course now. I don't I don't know, but I mean, it, it does give me comfort that we were saying, you know, even at the qualifying final, we have not hit our straps yet. Yeah. And and this is the year. 2023 is the year where all signs point to the fact that we do. Yeah. You know, like we another year old. Dill Stevens, another year older. Chad Warner's another year older. You know, Errol Goulden's another year older. Logan McDonald is another year older. These guys are going to have a big preseason, the biggest of their lives. You, you know, this is the making of people, Deebs. You come off getting smacked in a grand final by what was it, 81 points? No, I'm not sure, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Um, this, this is it. These, these guys are ready. We've won two finals. Most of these guys who hadn't played in a final prior to the, this year have now won two finals, one of which was against the reigning premiers on their home deck and one was a prelim at home. That's massive experience. Yeah. It, it's always – another thing that's underestimated is what a preseason can do for a oh, player. Yeah. Yep. If you get a full preseason, you get this work, you get the miles into the legs, you get them in the weights room, they put on a few kilos, a bit of strength. You know, it's someone like Errol Goulden. It's going to be his third preseason, right? Errol can go into the ball next year. Yep. You know, if he, he's strong enough, he gets his running capacity up. You know, he ran second in the time trial, I think, the other day. Um, who was behind Dill as well? So Dill Stevens up and running as well before Christmas. Errol was second in the in the two K. You know that that type of running ability and running power is what you need. You know Dill's on the outside running up and down the wings, and you know Errol's obviously got the tank to go onto the ball. That they're the type of players that are going to make us go to the next level. We need more players putting their hand up. And saying, oh, I'm going to be an A-grade player this year. I'm going to take it upon myself to, you know, get the job done for the boys. It's the, the, the improvement is there. We, As we said, I don't think we hit our straps completely last year. It was a young side. We're out of petrol tickets come grand final day. But I think that footy that we did see in that prelim shows what we can do. And, and it was unstoppable, Mads. And we... We just need to find a way to improve, which we, we have the last two years and, you know, time our run like we did this, this year. I think, you know, getting to the back end of that season, that loss against Essendon was the, the catalyst for us going, all right, we need to reassess. And then we, we, we found a way to win eight on the trot. But the, the blueprint's there, right? And, you know, you can say that we were lucky with injuries, 
Perhaps we were, but I mean, I was listening to a Tom Papley podcast the other day talking about how they, they had a new, a completely new fitness team come in. Yeah. And even the way that they were dealing with Buddy was completely different. And, and you know, Buddy's been absolutely fine. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know how many games he He must played have played year, 19, yeah, mate. Yeah, easily. He had that finger injury earlier in the year. And that that was about it. He's good for soft tissue, uh, but yeah, it was interesting listening to that chat with Tommy and hearing that a, a new fitness team coming in. Normally, you hear about those type of things, but I wasn't aware of that. Oh, so the Swannies, mate. Yeah. If we're not saying it, you're not hearing, hearing it. it. Um, but I mean, look, but it also a, a big part of it. I mean, Papley's our barometer, right? He didn't mm. play the first six games. Yeah, right. You know that that changes everything. It does. That changes everything. Having the ability for him to go in, get a couple of clearances, bang, bang, bang. He, he makes you a three-goal better side. For sure. I, I loved hearing about how Paps is, you know, an impact pa- impact player and he's got compartment syndrome yeah. in, in, his, uh, <laughs> in his calves or whatever. So he can, literally can't run over two, three kilometres in a, in a row. You know, yep. he sort of stop-start type the, thing. The, the boy's hanging on him. Yeah. As <laughs> he's he not would. doing too many yeah. long runs, I don't think. The old Paps just short, short and sharp. <laughs> short bursts. But look, man, it... it it was – I don't know if it's because we were so inherently involved in the season that that we got to – I don't know. I look back at 2016 and I know, you know, we finished top of the ladder, right? Mm. Um, we were – It's funny, it doesn't – Far and away the best team yeah. that, that season. But I don't look back on that and go – you know, I'm not going back and watching games from that. Maybe, maybe the prelim against Geelong or watch like the first – you know, half. Yeah. But I can, there's so many games I can think of this season to go back and, and look at um, that, that was, that was just phenomenal. Like, man, that, that game against Melbourne mid season. Yeah. Sydney home game at the MCG. And we tore them apart. It was so good. It was so good. You know, up until round nine, it was no one could beat the D's. No one. And I think they, they may have dropped one and then won one and then they lost three on the trot. I think we were the second that they no, lost No, to. they lost three on a trot. They, yeah. they lost to Freo and then they lost After to us. us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. And then they lost another one as well, I reckon. But it was just that performance to overrun the reigning premiers on their home deck. It just doesn't happen. Yep. And, you know, we had our, you know, Logan McDonald played a ripper that night and, you know, Paps was on fire getting out the back. Um, it, yeah, it was one of those days at the nights at the MCG, I should say, and you, you don't forget those ones. Special one. Yeah, really it was. It was really good. One. It was great, great night out. But, I mean, that that set us up, right? That that game was like, okay, that belief. We, we, yeah, there is, there is a level of belief here that, can can send us to the promised land. Yeah. Um and and I I see no reason why we don't take that into next season. I really don't. Like I mean I know that oh, the history suggestion, yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Like seriously. I, I I think we are young enough and bold enough to just you know forget you, you don't even review it. Surely you don't even review it. What's there to review? Tom Hickey. Hawkins has been doing it all year. Uh, Put a body on him. Yeah, oh my god, it's funny. I think I was I was spoke of that 
uh, what was it, round two. I was yep. listening to yep. um, the round two potty and I was just like, you know Hawkins is going to do this. It's like he's been doing it for years, but they're the things that just didn't go right on that day, mate. It's, uh, yeah, we We're won't, not we, we won't get started on it. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, Hick, next time you're playing Geelong, you know, Tommy Hawkins, he did. <laughs> Generally, he generally tries to outbody you in the forward line and get get separation yeah, and yeah. snap goals. Um, that's what he tries yeah. to do. Just for next time, legend. But that's all right. Look, and speaking still on that round twelve game, that was sort of the arrival of the Renaissance man, Sam Reed. Yeah, it was. Well, Buddy wasn't playing right. Yeah, and so this when you speak about people putting their hand up. Logues and Sam Reid did. Yeah, it was really good. You know, a few contested marks and finishing their work. And, yeah, it's just something we didn't expect from Sam Reid this year. No, it was he's, – he's earned his spot. Yeah, and and he, he's another one who owes us for grand final day as well. Big time. He that, needs yeah, to, that <laughs> that's a shocker. He had an absolute <laughs> mare. Had a mare. Oh, he needed to listen to – to the pre-game potty as well. It's just if you're not right, you don't play. Poor Lokes. Poor Lokes. Getting dropped. Man. Fuck. Don't get it started. It's so hard though, but it's, it's such a big part of the season too. Well, it's, but it's such it's it's such a critical part. Any way you slice it. Yeah. That was that was a big part of I think it's, why we lost. Yeah, it's any game of footy, right? It's you don't take underdone players. You can't. The game's different now. Yeah. The game's – like you could – Back in the day, you know, you got Dermy running around with, you know, punctured, broken ribs. Yeah, punct- broken ribs. It's like, man, it, it's just not the done thing. The game, y- your fitness level needs to be optimal at all times to be able to to go at this level. And uh, and I think it's, you know, as a 30-plus-year-old player who's got a significant history of soft tissue injuries, uh, you just kind of want – you need to make the, the call – Sometimes, but I mean, look, we don't we don't know what goes on internally. Um, but that was glaring. Yeah, that was, yeah, big big error. But um, big look, g- getting up there for the round twenty two game against Collingwood as well was was certainly a highlight of mine. Yeah, I mean that was that was party time. Sun beaming down on the SCG Twilight, Twilight. game Sunday. It was it's just bloody good, me isn't it? Beat them at their own game. Well, that, that that was all the talk. It's like, oh, Collingwood's, you know, the the team they they just don't get overran. They haven't what they had eleven or twelve on the trot by that yep. stage, I think. Informed team in the competition, and we just they they were never in that game. They never like looked a winning chance no. as such. You no. know, we only won by f- five or six goals, I think, but. Oh, what's Jordan Degoe, your five or six goal better player? Is <laughs> yeah, laid yeah, out or yeah, something like right. that. Well, we, we saw what happened in the prelim, Mads. But, um, yeah, that, it was just sensational, that, that game. It, it was a highlight. There's no doubt. It was it was so – but, man, just getting up to Sydney all those times, that was, that was the coolest thing. And I think this is why we'll look back on it fondly is because so many times at the bat and ball, just all the faithful – Marching to the SCG, you know, went up for the GWS game. That was that was phenomenal win. Bit of a bit of a fizzer though. But then the next weekend with Buddy, like you know, again hearing Tom Papley talk about it yesterday. Yeah, he wasn't playing, but just how berserk it was. You know, Dane Rampey's eating a meat pie, having a picnic. Yeah, <laughs> Chad and Ollie are walking around the SCG. <laughs> it's it's it was so. And you, 
we were double parked all night. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a few, mate, but you got to just embrace those times. Yeah. Like, it's going to be funny going to sort of the bat and ball and, you know, pre-game things that, that we do, like the last two or three, you know, having – well, what what were we you, – well, you were up there for round 22, but, you know, we, we did bat and ball uh, pre-Buddies 1000th. You know, there's a bit of hype around. We did it, you know, down here in Melbourne – pre-qualifying final yep. and then pre-prelim and pre-grand final, well, and, and, you know, and they're all berserk and you're chanting and it's all swannies in there. It's yeah. going to be hard to like bring it back down to a level where it's, oh, it's just a normal game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, we've been spoilt like that, right? We won, man, we won two finals. What, so did, did we win group. 16 games this year? Uh, Normal normal season. Normal season, we won 16, 16. games. Yeah. So we've won 18 games for the year, man. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Hard to be upset with that. Nah. And that's why I look back on the on grand final day really fondly. I don't even think about the game. Mm. I think about it the again, week. standing, double parked out on Swan Street because <laughs> there wasn't enough room inside. Yeah. Um, and and all the fa- that like eighteen year old kids screaming at Geelong supporters. It was good. Yeah. It was just good, man. <laughs> we had the boys out there yeah. with the marching onwards to victory yeah, sign, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're singing yeah. the song. And geez, it was a good. What a time to be alive. Yeah, it was good. Even was good. even like the qualifying final, like knock off Friday. Yep. You know, get into the city. Walk into Union House there, and you know we've got all the guys down from Sydney, and it's just. Great, great times and great time to be like a part of the True Bloods, mate. Oh, well, yeah. what a what a level that the True Bloods community has gone to this year. Yeah, it's phenomenal, uh, man. Even that that week, the trilogy of podcasts down at the Rising Sun, Peter Bedford, you know the Warners, the Hickeys, yeah. so good, man. It you was hundred hundred people in there. Yeah, um, definitely going to do more at the Rising Sun this for year for sure. Like a hundred percent. I went there for for lunch with a client. And because they've they've got new owners, yeah. And uh, she she knew who I was, and she's like, "Look, whatever whatever you want to do, we can we can do." They they absolutely want to keep the the connection to the Swannies alive. So we will uh, absolutely be doing that and get down whenever you can. It's just it's good to be in there, even in the off season. A lot of red and white. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, but look, man, what what was what was your what was your favorite? Part. I mean, I we posed that question to the faithful, but what was what was your? Yeah, probably one of my most enjoyable games of the year was the one against the doggies. Uh, yeah. You know, when we had just lost to Essendon uh, on the G, being overran by a, a team that was sitting sixteenth or seventeenth at the time. It, it, we people. That's when all the talk started that oh, the Swans could miss finals, all this type of chat. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're not the real deal type thing, but... Well, no one could get a read on us. Well, yeah, well, I think Essendon just sort of played out of their skin, yeah. you know? Hey, yeah. hey, you can't win them all, Yeah, you can't win them all, but just the, the way that all played out, it was Friday night footy and we just had to win. That was, that was our season on the line, that, you know, just to, to shut everyone up and to come out like we did in that first quarter and just go bang and put the game away. Everyone was on fire. Yep. And I think we kicked terribly that night too. I think we kicked – we had like 38 scoring shots or something like that. It was completely dominant and just such an important game to come out and, you know, start that run. It, it was so enjoyable. Even like, you know, we weren't there or anything. We were just watching it on telly. It's – um. That was probably the the highlight to perform when we had to. Yeah, that, yep. that was a, a really enjoyable game. Because what we lost to 
We had some we had some stinkers. The the Gold Coast game was so there were Did there were two it? stinkers for mine, Dave. For, for yours, man. There were two stinkers. Gold Coast. Yeah. They've just got the wood on us. I no, don't know they, what it it's is. It's so weird. It's Stewie Jew, that sneaky yeah. bastard. <laughs> he just knows. There was the three games. Yeah. That, Port Adelaide, and Essendon. That yeah. was they were they were shockers. That port because I went over to that game. In Adelaide, <laughs> it's like our oh, last minute trip. As you know, get over. You know, Port's not travelling that well. We should be all right. Get going, and then you you walk over to a, a game like that. We never. You, you say that Collingwood never looked like it. We never, never. looked like we only lost by what twenty three points. points. Yeah, we never looked like it. Not once. Um, it, like as the Western Bulldogs game that we lost earlier in the year, right? That. Coming off Buddy's 1,000th, that's sort of an exhale moment. Yeah. Like, you you know you could be potentially flat. And we made a bit of a run that game too. Yeah, you know, yeah, We were yeah. flat and then yep. sort of came came to the floor yep. as such. Played a good last quarter. Yeah. Yeah, no, there, there were a few stinkers. And you're always going to get them. You're never going to – you don't want to have the perfect season. You need some to, you know, get you up and going. Motivate and, you. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was that Essendon game, right? Um, we should have – if we'd beaten Carlton – that would have. Oh, well, that wasn't that an interesting <laughs> game? <laughs> I've never. Maybe I've we never have been to, in a more hostile environment. Well, we we were what two amongst. Yeah. No, there was literally only us. There would have been forty thousand plus at that game, and we were the only Swanee supporters around yeah. us. Yeah, God's us. Had to stand up and really say, "Come on, boys!" That was yeah, that was berserk. Maybe, maybe it is just us though. Maybe it is just because we do f- tend to get we, ourselves in these situations. Post half time, you and I looked at each other. We said, "In for a penny, in for a pound." <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we absolutely brought that on. Yeah, ourselves. we brought that on ourselves. But this, you live and die by the sword, Matt. You, you do, do, but no, the thing that we do, mate, we only go at our players. Yeah, we correct. support our club. We we typically don't go at oppositions, but a lot of people do, and yeah. I just don't like that. You well, support you, you look at the you look at the teams that do, Dave. Yeah, it's it's your Essendon's, it's your Carl. You know, it's your Collingwood's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How, how, that's probably a story we haven't um, elaborated on. Was at the prelim. Remember when that bloke went at me? Yeah, <laughs> he just yeah, couldn't yeah, cop that they could, were losing. Couldn't cop it. Couldn't. Cop I, I literally it. hadn't spoken to this guy, and like, well, relatively friendly with the bloke next to us. He yep. was all right, and then he just lost his shit, and he was in my grill. Yep. And it was. It, what did he say? You want to go or something? It, it was very strange. And Dave. I was just sort of smiling in his yep. face, and I'm like looking at all the Collingwood supporters around me. I was like, "You better control your yeah, boy. He's yeah. lost his yeah. shit." <laughs> That's the best thing you can do in that situation. Just, just smile. smile. Just kills him. That oh kills him. my god. Um, we we, what? we got we got to look look at this AFL membership thing going into state, don't we? That wasn't well, my deal. Well, what was the deal? Every Even the grand final just in a nest of Geelong supporters. Yeah, well, that's just being a Sydney-based supporter, you, you're just amongst – you're in the minority. Yeah. You, you're not the away team – you're not the away team when you're getting a team a thing in Melbourne. Yep, yep, yep. You know, and that's yep. when it's going to go off. But that was shocking for the prelim. Yeah, it wasn't good. But, like, it, it was awesome for – um. Uh, that like Buddy's game, I don't, or did we not use him that game? No, I bought G- That's GA. Right. GA, the difference. Section thirty. I would sit there again in a heartbeat. It was that pretty was good perfect. there, wasn't it? And we're relative. We were on that side again, weren't we, for the prelim? 
We were on yeah. the yeah. I think we were we were closer to the goal. We were like we're behind further the, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was perfect because we had like a gap in front of us. It was so good. Wow. That was a great position. Well, well, I reckon we we've got an in next year, Mads. Do we? Yeah, well, my cousin John O'Dea. John O'Dea. He's working for realestate.com.au, oh, main sponsor of the Swans. Bang. So, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> it's who you know. So big shout out to you, John O. Big shout out to realestate.com.au oh, yeah. as well. You know, look, we're, we're plugging the, you on jump the- Jump on the potty. You're on the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. So, John O, just send this through to your boss. Just know that they're getting a, you know, yes, I, a free I, promo on here. And I, you smell should be able a, to, I smell a box in yeah, the future. That's it. We'll, uh, you just got a graph for these things, mate. I, um- I'll say it again. I love Dylan Stevens. Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. It was great to see the improvement, wasn't it? But it's what we had been saying the year before as well because he just needed a decent run at it. He was in and out, in and out. A player like Dylan Stevens, he's not going to thrive when you have one down game and then you're out of the side. It can't. It, it's just – it doesn't oh, – German's calling me. Um, it doesn't – it's not conducive to human nature. It's in any work environment, say you make a mistake and then they're like, oh, you're not working for three weeks. It's like, how do you, how do you learn? How do you, how do you get better? You, you're just left to well, – you, when you get dropped for an extended period of time, for not even, not even playing badly, just probably not having the impact that is required at that level. And then to go back to the I, – I, I know you've got to go back to the seconds. I know people get dropped, right? Yep. But when you've got a young player like that, I, I just – I don't know how that helps having to dwell on the fact that you've been dropped. You know, you get all in your head. It's like get back on the horse. Yeah, to develop. Yeah. You know, it's going to – it's not going to assist in the development of a player. I, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I'd love to know how, what – what impact sports psychologists have at footy clubs, whether they they do a lot of work. Huge, with mate. It can be the, the turnaround in people's career, their, the psychology they have towards it. It makes you wonder what the preparation for the grand final was. Yeah, it's, a, it's probably something I didn't think about too much. Um, but but like, the, like, the more I think about it with you making mention of it, you know, post-grand final and, you know, horse wanting to get a mark, that should be on the players to get themselves up, and it, it, it should. It, it's it's not. It's a fifty fifty split for mine, Dave. For yours, like you, you've got a. You, especially when you've got a young side, you've got a side that have you know played and won their first two finals. Of most of them, I would have thought there's. You've got to have a big. It's got to be. Everybody's got to be rowing in the same direction you've got to you've got to make sure that they're mentally ready and we weren't mentally ready yeah i I sort of compare it you know you look at the socceroos right going around now in the world cup graham arnold pulls them in at the end of the game and it's sort of like we're not done here guys yes this is a great win but you know stay off social media we're engaged here we're here to win this bloody thing and i i think you're right in saying i they just weren't Ready and it's, ready. Of, and it's the way it played out in that prelim as well. Yeah. With, you know, being up by six there. goals, yep. you know, we were getting overran. They were all over us and we've just found a way to hold on. There, someone needed to, you know, pull the boys in there and say, you know, like, that's not good enough that second half. You know, that's not what we're about. 
you know, you, you've got to change the psychology going into the next week. Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone well, maybe sort of Maybe did they that. did, but it certainly wasn't effective. Well, they didn't execute. Yeah, whatsoever. it was not effective. But, yeah, th- there's a fair bit in that. Something's got to change. You know, I, if we did make another grand final, I'm sure it would be done different. What? Yeah, look, maybe you got to lose one before you win one. Well, we fucking how many grand final yeah. losses you seen? Yeah, man? yeah, but there's it's a different side, right? Yeah. Oh, it's completely different. So I, 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 I I'm sick on, of it though, Deeps. What? Uh, what is up? Pain five and hurt and torments. <laughs> <laughs> what have What have we seen? Five grand final losses in in our it, lifetime. Okay, I've seen oh six. No, well, there's ninety six. Ninety six. Oh six. Fourteen. Fourteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. 22, five. 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 Fuck. It's not good. It's not good, mate. It's it's so we, – we harped on about it. It's so hard to get there. To do it like we did, two grand final wins, uh, two finals wins to get through the, to the on granny. On the back of eight in a row. On the back of eight in a row. Like, we were primed, mate. It's just out of petrol tickets, man. Out of petrol. And I just didn't think we would be because it's not like I could have understood – the out of petrol ticket side of things. If we had say they say it was flipped around, say they were beating us by five goals and we came back and won by a point, right? Mm. I could understand like, okay, we spent our petrol tickets. I kind of felt like just watching the game. And look, maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong once or twice before, Devil. <laughs> I just thought, okay, okay, we're defending, but it's not like we're going, you know, hell for leather trying to get back into a game. Yeah. That's that's when you sort of drain yourself, right? That's yeah. when you, you just – you come well, back phenomenally. It's a six-goal rule, mate. It's yeah. a six-goal rule. Yeah, it is. But, I, I mean, I just – I didn't – it didn't enter my mind. I'm like, you know – You were very positive all, all the way through that last quarter. <laughs> I, I – <laughs> let me clarify – in my head, I was not. In my head, I was <laughs> panicking. See, I panic. I, I, I've, I've noticed as I've got older, I used to be so chill, right? I used to like, oh, if something goes wrong, I'm like, oh, she'll be right. You know, I used to have that attitude. Now, I, I as I've gotten older and my anxiety levels have started peaking, you know, whether that's work-related or, or, or what have you. Just investment, but I, I tend to, I tend to, yeah, it's probably mm. probably investment, but I, I was I was panicking. You were outwardly panicking. Oh, I was sick. I was white as a ghost. I was sitting there and I'm just, you know, hands down. And I can see these goals just coming because we were at the like, Collingwood yeah. end. And I'd just seen them come through before, you know, the crowd's going off. I, I couldn't deal with it, mate. Yeah. I, was, I was in shock. I was yeah. like, this is not happening. Yeah. Half Imagine time, that. up I, and about. James, I would have gone straight home. Oh, I would have gone straight home. Sick, man. That was not good. We, we, we were fucking not even celebrating after the no, game. Well, that's why I couldn't understand why people were. I'm like, did, you, did we just watch the same, same game? game? Yeah. But we held on, mate. So <laughs> The rest is history, sadly. It is, mate. It is. Now, we might just run through it a few players um, and, and their seasons. What, what do you think of Buddy, the extension? Love it. Oh, Love it. I'm... <laughs> But Do you know that I there is a been, I wouldn't have been. I would have been annoyed if he had moved clubs. Mm. I wouldn't have been annoyed if he had retired. Nah, neither would I. But what what is concerning the the bad games are becoming more frequent. He had that one against Stephen May in the quali, and he's had a shocker on Grand Final Day. I suppose you you can't read too much into the Grand Final Day one. You got to <laughs> sort of strike. The ball out, wasn't yeah. coming down, but. 
you know, I suppose you, you just can't expect him to be the match winner that the he guy's has been. Thirty six years yeah. old, Debs. Like, yeah, as long as he, mate, as long as he can sort of put together a few games and. You know, he's there to teach the young boys. My only issue is the Logan factor. Yeah. Because they've got to they, find a way to work well, together. They, they just don't. They don't they, at present, they do not work together. Yeah. So there needs to be a, a some sort of understanding struck this year where it's 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 less Buddy, more Logan, yeah. right? Buddy, Buddy's supporting Logan. Logan is the main man. That's yeah. that's how it's got to be. Because otherwise, I mean, you're, you're stymieing his development and that's how people go and seek other opportunities elsewhere, yeah. right? And you don't want that. No. That's the last thing you bloody want. And I think, by and large, I think a big reason, the, the reason he came to Sydney was to win flags, Okay. That's why he came to Sydney. Yeah. We've had a multitude of opportunities. Well, he's got three lost ones yeah. in the Swans. <laughs> well, could, buddy's, have five, buddy's could have five flags. Buddy's lost four in his career. Yeah. How's that? That's bizarre. <laughs> One against us, three with us. Um, I, so I think he he clearly sees, you know, there's, there's we're, in a, we're in a window here, Debs. Yeah. The window is wide open. Um, and I just think... I think the benefit for having him there is, again, I go back to what that was a really sort of open uh, interview with Papley. gave up gave up a lot in terms of sort of internal workings, and he said how how great he's a great trainer, yeah. buddy, um, and he's a great mentor to people, and they're all really close in that forward line. So I see, I see a lot of benefit in that, and you know he's still good for two goals a game yeah. at least. Well, he's kicked fifty this year. Uh, you know we we get those those few big games, but yeah, that they've got to find a way to get Logan into the game more. And, yeah, and, and Logan's got to go to a new year. level too. Yep. Yeah, like fourth fourth year on the list, I think. Jesus, fourth. Yeah, like you're ready to go, or yeah. third maybe. I think it's third. Logan, yeah, first year, maybe third. You might be right, but he's got to he's got to find a way. Um, rebounding off the, the disappointment of missing out on a grand final that could be the making of him too. Well, it is, you know, I'm going to prove everyone wrong. You're at a fork in the road. Yeah, you, you got to. Yeah, you really got to sort of stamp your claim uh, on the side. Um, now, who, in terms of the back line, yeah, right. Our back six was. You know, great all season. It has yep. to be said. I mean, we've only lost bloody what six games, six games, seven games, yeah. And you know, a lot of that can be put down to how good the back six were. Yeah. But we're dealing with a back six that aren't very few of them are natural defenders, right? You yeah. got you got the McCartan boys. Tommy started up forward. Paddy started up forward. Nick Blakey was a forward. You know, you've got these guys that that have been sort of moved into that role. And they've done really well. I think it's a massive year for Nick Blakey next year. He, he's one that I think started like a house on fire this year. His first half of the season was outstanding, run and flare. And that sort of flare just, you know, sort of made its way out of his game in that back half of the season. But I think his role changed. It did. There, there's no doubt that he was, you know, more defensive, more of a one-on-one player. But I think you've got to use players to their strengths. Um, it's just finding the right time for 
Blakey to take the game on, just work both things into his game. But that, that's that's what comes with experience, yeah. I think giving him the green light to, yeah, when there's times to be a one-on-one defender and there's times to break lines. Yeah, and I think that's sort of an improvement we can find in our game as a whole as well is, you know, just being a, a bit more... Adaptable, oh, adapt, yeah. But like going, dynamic, going, going harder when when yep. we've got the run. Yeah, I think really putting the foot, foot down, down. Yep. in that back half of the season. Yes, we won eight, eight, nine games in a row, right? But there were there were times where we just could have beaten teams better, and you know, then you know that the pressure comes off and that type of thing a little bit more. I it's I don't can't put my finger on it. What exactly I'm trying to say there, but no, but when when they when they when okay, the, while the sun, sun shining, shines, yeah. Debel. So I, I think that's I think you're spot on. Yeah. I think that's important that when when you you smell blood that you you go for the kill. Yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. But like you know, Robbie Fox's back half of the season, man. Wow, where are we? Like, and he see, he's the one who sort of had the bit of flair. He was the one who could, you know, found a way to you know impact himself on a grand final side that was getting absolutely hammered. Still found a way to be impactful. Hey, he had a uh, a Shane Biggs never forget moment in the in the pro, in the quali. Yeah, that that defensive effort was that good. Yeah, that was one of the most elite that things. Smother, yeah, the run the back, smother, the smother. Well, both smothers. Yeah, you know, man. it was. And you know, people will talk about Logan, his defensive effort. He was back there. That was that was just the best game. So that was good. that was my fave. That yeah, was so and that's good. just reads into the psyche of the back six too. It's like yep. never give up. Yep. You know, ramping round nineteen twenty against the Pies, running back on my check, finding a way to impact. Like everyone's kicking a goal there, but Rampy's like not on my watch type thing. You know, Rampy's a year older too. He's going to be thirty-two. Ah, uh, well, he's. I hope that, you know, the McCartan boys can sort of take care of the big gorillas, I suppose, and then Rampy sort of plays the third tall and, you know, he's not relied on as much, but he's, he's there as much for his on-field leadership as anything. Yeah, great. I think he marshaled the troops. I think we, we called for it halfway through the season. It's like we're, we're struggling back there. You know, it's no one's putting their hand. I'm saying, you know, marshaling the troops as such. And I think Rampy really lifted in that area in the back half of the season. And I think that was a, a key reason why we played some really good footy. And, I mean, talking about lifting, Jake Lloyd, you know, I was calling for his head without calling for his head. Yeah. Um. He really stepped up. He did. Got back Got back to vintage Jake Lord. Just reliable. Yep. Decision-making. Uh, you know, you. I think that shows him the responsibility of the kick out and that you took a lot more in the back half of the season as well. Um, yeah, he's an A-grade player, Jake Lloyd. A couple of best and fairest and, you know, he's good for us when, when we weren't so good. But um, he, he's one who has to execute next year as well. Yep. The, the introduction of Ryan Clark into the side. The padlock. The padlock, I love it. Mm. It's so good. He's mid. It's just that the running player off half back is the nucleus for so many teams' offense. Yeah, like that's how it starts. And it's the quarterback role. Yeah, if you can lock down a player like that, the multiple all Australians every year who are that you know the the free guy off half back, um, being the distributor, but. Ryan Clark did so many jobs this year. He took care of Jack you know, Sinclair. That that was the one against St Kilda that, was that started it all, it all for him. Yep. Um, but give him a roll. Take took Dacos out of the out of the um, the game twice. Loved had to be that. moved. 
you know, that really good and found found himself a role. It's, it's so good to see. Give a man a roll, Dable. Call him butter, mate, because he's on a roll. He's on a roll. But, you know, you know, Pap's delayed season, start to the season, I should say. Uh, the barometer, Debs. The barometer, the energizer bunny. Um, I love, love the impact. Um, that he has on a centre bounce, knows how to find the ball, knows how to find a clearance. Like, how is that goal against Adelaide, man? Mm. At the rise, we were all at the rising sun, you know. He gets the clearance, runs down, gets the ball. hands back, yep. kicks the goal from 50, and it's celebration, tongues out. Things we love to see. Yeah, that's uh, – it, it's it's a big part of part of our culture. Yeah. Um, the, the Tom Papley celebrations. And, you know, he's signed on for – he's going to be a blood for life yeah. now. You know, and this is the thing, sliding doors, he was going to be traded to Carlton. Yeah, he requested a trade to Carlton. Sliding and, doors um, moments, and now he's and now he's going to be a blood for life. Yeah, right? and it's uh, it's he's he's imperative. He's going to be imperative in our next flag. Well, he's in the prime of his career. You yeah. know, he's twenty six, I think. So, yeah, he, he he's one who can go to another level too. Yep, but absolutely. So that the young guys in there in in the middle, Rowie. He is one. He's Again, like when you needed someone, it was Rowie. Yeah, he's, was he's a workhorse. Rowie. You're never going to get these flashy bits of brilliance, but, you know, he's a bit... It's uh, a real Brett Kirk type. Brett Kirk, JPK, yep. you know. And he, I think he's got that clearance in and under, you know, snap one out on of the goals. Size. If yeah. he puts on a bit of size, which I'm expecting him to, geez. Yeah. It's good. It's exciting. Rowie's great, mate. And someone who's definitely not talked about in the mainstream media. No, He's no. one that, yeah, I can see going to a, a big level. Chadwick? Sensational. Another preseason, mate. He, he He's already announced himself. It's funny watching the draft on the weekend. You know, it's like they were comparing players and it's like compared to Chad Warner. You know, he's 21. Yeah. yeah. 20. Yeah. It's... um. Yeah, he's a you know friend of the show here, Mads. Friend of the show, the, the chat is, but he he had a sensational year. A few you know fantastic games. The grand final was the was a cherry on top for him. Uh, but you know he's burst away from contest, and the amount of shots he had on goal bursting from contest. It's just that was, fifteen meter burst is uncertain. It's the power like, man. Well, it's like when you used to watch Chris Judd, right? That was it. Yeah. That was the reason. Just burst away from contest. You can't it, get him. And it's very, very similar, Debs. You know, it, it's funny how I don't reckon he's probably his top end speed is elite. No, it's not. It, it's the burst from yeah. contest, yeah. man. It's powerful. It's so good, man. He's so exciting. How good to have him um, in our midfield. And uh, and guys like, see, to me, someone we haven't mentioned, massive part of our forward line, Will Haywood. What a year, Wilbur. 30, 35 plus goals, I think. Yeah. Um, and he was just always good for one. Always, always good for one or two, mate. He was – his snapping ability is underrated. Like that, that, goal, that goal against St Kilda, yeah, yeah. man, that was that was nervous times. <laughs> We're worried about bloody percentage that to get into second. nervous times. <laughs> How was that? The, oh. the one – we win by two goals, not one Brownlow vote. For one of the first yeah, times, what Hanbury got three. Hanbury got three, and then but that was the um, that was the the, the um, dodgy umpire, yeah, the dodgy umpire. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it plays like Oflo. What do you think of Oflo's year? I I know he's got so much more to give. Probably hasn't found his ceiling. That that's f- for sure. He needs to um. I don't think he's found his role. Yeah, he's sort of he's sort of. 
is an interesting sort of, one. Sort of isn't a wingman he? was playing half back a little bit. Being thrown you know, around yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Needs to announce himself. Like he had that awesome game against St Kilda. Yeah. Like had 26, 27, kicked the goal, bursting through contests. I, I think he's. He, he might need to be become a midfielder. Like he's got the class to become a midfielder. Yep. Yep. Hard needs to harden up his body a little bit. Like because he's not super quick. No. He's twenty four years old. Maybe maybe it's time. Yeah. Go on the ball, man. Yeah, chuck him on the ball. He's good We've enough. Got enough running off half back. Yeah. You know you don't you don't really. You don't really need him there. I don't know. He, he could have been way. one where they're like, you go away and get fucking fit. You know what I mean? Like is he, running is he not power. fit though? But, but I think he is be, fit. Yeah, to like run around on the ball all day though, you know? I don't know. I think I think he is fit. I just don't think he's that quick. Yeah. And when you're not that quick, you need to be really sizable yeah. in the midfield. Yeah. It's a, he's an interesting one. We know how good he can be. Yep. Like he, he's played 118 games. games. It, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's just like that. We know how talented he yeah. is, and we, and you see, um, you know, little displays of it, and you're like, we need this all the time. Average sixteen disposals. This it, year. It, it, that's that's down from nineteen in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and that's sort of how I see his year. In fact, he was down in in. More tackles, but he was down in every category. Yeah, it's sort of the way we played too. It wasn't a high possession game style that we did play with. It started. Yeah. It started to get there. Yeah. Back end of the season. Yeah. We started to play more possession. That was, I think that was, that game against Fremantle really showed me plenty of ways to skin a cat for the Swans. Yeah, that was so impressive. It was. It really was. Yeah. To go over there, you know, they were they were up the top end of the ladder. To go over there and, and do that job on them where we essentially strangled them. Yeah. Was so good. Just execute, man. Like, it was it, mint, man. That that game was mint. So good. You're sitting there at half. I'm going to rewatch. I think I'll yeah. rewatch that today. It, it, it's a good day for it. It's a good day for, sure. for it. It's, Crack a beer. Yeah, definitely. Open the open the door. So imagine that table. So oh. imagine I'm just sprawled out on that couch there. Chuck, <laughs> have Get Leo up, open the door, bit of bit of breeze coming in, crack a gluten-free beer. Why <laughs> we go. What's the one you and Snedge always drink? The O'Brien's. The O'Brien's. It's a good oh, day it's for good. O'Brien's. Yes, yeah, that was funny. Funny, And the Union House have O'Brien's in cans. Yeah, so so I, I don't think we'll be moving from the Union House as our close to MCG. Um, Definitely. So you can't go to the riser before a game, dude. Yeah, it's just a little just bit can't. too far. We would love to. What are you going to do? Get fuck, get six maxi cabs? Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not conducive. It's not. But how was the year at Callum Mill? Yeah. Best and fairest. The Rolls Royce, our man, Callum Mills. He's uh, ultra impressive. The best two-way mid in the comp. Uh, just has to Undeniably. Keep, keep it rolling, the Rolls Royce. What a user. What a user of the football. User of the football. Like, execute, kicks but, goals yeah, too, man. That's, that's finishing when, ability. When you need him to, he kicks him. Steps up, A couple man. of big goals in finals. You know, this... This guy is again in coming into the prime of his yeah, career. He's does his apprenticeship down back. He's in the middle, you know, the perfect replacement. He's he's gonna be gonna be our man for a very long time. Jeez, it'd be nice if he was the captain of our club, wouldn't it be? <laughs> he is the captain of our club. So awkward. <laughs> so awkward. He is the captain, but he's gonna be the one that 
puts his hand up, and I think he's the one who's going to go to a, a big level next year. He has to serving serving under sort of Luke Parker. Luke Parker is his mentor, yeah, um, with, without a doubt. And the baton's being passed again. Yeah, Mills. I think that's happening this yep. year. You know, you know, I think Parks might spend a little bit more time forward, which I love. You know, he kicked five goals in round one. Shows he his best set shot. I love his yeah, set shot. He's the one. If I want someone kicking for my life on the Swan side, it's yeah. So, so someone's got a gun to your head, and they said, "Table, I got to tell you, <laughs> yeah. you're gone, mate. Who's kicking for you? It's it's Parks, is it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I reckon it's hard to go past Parker. Now, can well, we talk about Errol yet? Yeah, well, we can. We'll talk to him more in depth. As I said, I think he's going to have a big preseason, and he's going to go on the ball this year. He's he's a late by I, foot, saw, man. I saw some passages of play this year where he's just got that mongrel bastard. And yeah, he's he like, does, oh, he does. I'm getting this ball. I'm going to yeah. win, and I'm going in hard. I don't care what I'm doing. Like I am going to get that ball, get their hands out. Um, and mate, he's class. classy, mate. Decision no, but maker, clutch. Yeah. Clutch like footy player, a couple of clutch goals. Yep. Um, you know, one one against Frio, Frio and one Melbourne. against Melbourne. Yep. so good. You know, outside fifty kicking those goals on the boundary. Yeah, if you don't mind, umpire. If you don't mind, things we love to see. <laughs> but yeah, I think he could go on the ball, man. That's what I'd love to see. He, he's one who can take us to a new level. He's smart. It's decision making. You can't teach decision making. You, you either have it or you don't. And Errol's got it. He sees things that other players don't see. It's so berserk that Errol Goulden was born in 2002. That's, <laughs> that's nuts. 21 next year. Didn't even get to see Nicky Webster at the Sydney Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Unbel- that is – he's played 40 games. Yeah, man. Right? And, but he plays with the maturity of 100 it, games. Mate, this like, is the time. He's the one. Yeah, he's, he's the, the one. one for me. He's the one. 20 years old. Like this yeah, is this mate. is a this guy is it, no, see, came people, from Maroubra. This is a homegrown talent. Yeah, these are they, these they're the players who make you go further. They're the ones who make you improve. You know. Yep. Um. And I mean, Braden Campbell's another one, man. Yeah. Like, I think I think he works his way into the oh, side more consistently next year. Hundred percent. See. Uh, Braden Campbell's a bit of what Dill Stevens was started this year. But also, this is why year. this is why Ollie Florent. There's no, I don't see there being room for him off half back because I, I genuinely think Braden Campbell's one of the best kicks in our side, yeah. and off off half back is perfect for him. Got to become a midfielder. Yeah, they're, they're Ollie, Ollie, yeah, Ollie and Errol are the two. And, you know, then, you know, Parks spends less time, um, you know, when you need a hard and body, yeah, of course Parks is going to go in there, right? But they're the two who probably have to spend a bit bit more time for mine, Mads. For yours. Now, let's talk about a man who had a epic season, but we'll be looking back on his final series saying, geez, I didn't have the best, it was Isaac Heaney. Yeah. Cop one over the nose against Melbourne. Um, yeah, it doesn't help. Does not help, but couldn't assert himself on the game um, against yeah, the it Cats. Was, it was funny, wasn't it? He just didn't got, didn't go to that next level that we thought he would. But, it, I mean, he had a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Phenomenal season. Like, you know, he kicked 40-plus goals, nearly yeah. 50, I think. It uh, was super consistent. Um, probably, like, didn't star like it. Dead set, I'm the best on the ground. Yep. You know, 
type games that we we know he can do. But yeah, he's he's nearly a bit of a a role change for for Haynes. What do you do? Just more midfield midfield time. Although he's, he's so, a, so he's good above his head, man. Australian forward. Like, I, I, I was – mate, I flew the flag higher than anyone yeah. to say, look, it's midfield time. Even the start of the year, they were like, yeah, Heaney, more, more midfield More midfield minutes. time, and then they, he was just too effective up forward. You're right. It's he's, a silly thing he's to missed, say, really. No, it's not, it's not silly because he – you look at the body – you look at the skills. He's a ferocious tackler. Like it makes sense. It's not. It's not a silly thing to say at yeah. all. Because this is this is the to me the ultimate footballer. Because he's he's powerful. He can tackle. He can kick. He can mark. Like yeah. wh- wh- what can't the man do? So it just makes sense that you know players. You know that that sort of five tool player goes into the midfield. That's yeah. just what that's re- just what you do because there's an element of. You can have this feeling of he's a bit wasted up forward because, I mean, the ball's not always down there. You want him around the ball all the time. But, I mean, this guy is an All-Australian forward. forward. Yeah. He's it's taken a- the mark of the year, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. this this guy is a forward. This is- and he loves snags. He loves snags. Loves snags. It's like, this is where the thing with Buddy comes in. It's like, if Buddy doesn't play, it's like nearly solves problems for us. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? You, you play Sam Reid, you play Logan. They're your two talls. you got Will Haywood there. And then, you know, Heaney's your, four, your, your fourth tall. We just have yeah. to – we have to find a way to just be less predictable when Buddy's yeah. – we've never been able to really nail it down. See, this is the it's thing. Like, this is why I was so disappointed with the – Having Kurt Tippett and Buddy in the same forward line could have been they could have been the twin towers, yeah. and Buddy could have been playing, you know, decoy for periods and get that. It just never worked, yeah. and I, I'm seeing the same thing with Logan and Buddy. It's yeah. just not working. Surely one of them owns the goal square, and one of them is high up up for. But you see, so often they're just in the same path. It's just the way the footy's played. Like no one's playing home forward. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Deep forward. It's just not a thing. Everyone's sort of around that half forward and it's only out of a set of bounds that you really see it yeah I wonder uh, I, yeah. I don't know and we always say oh buddy go but up the ground like that's not fucking happening sure, obviously surely you want someone you want to isolate someone one on one in the goal square I don't mind it like that's he's a mint he's got a mint set of hands Logan yeah man just isolate him yeah. have him there he's a big boy he can yeah. outbody people yeah yeah I know but yeah no, the, no. The, 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 we're talking of like this, oh, you know, we could do this, we could do that. It's it's so good to have when we've made a grand final. You know, there's ways to improve. Little tweaks, little tweaks. You know, I'm sure you know Kinnear and the boys. You know, the recruitment team, the strategists, they're going to be tuning in, man. They <laughs> they need to know what they can do to get better, and you know, they're getting their answers here, mate. <laughs> Imagine if Kinnear's just like. How berserk! Oh, that, that's a perfect lead in yeah. too. We, uh, we've basically talked about everyone from that grand final. So I ju- you know the, the one we haven't talked let's, about. Let's, one more. One more. Let's just quickly talk about J Mac. <laughs> that's who I was just oh, about to go with. Right <laughs> He's the one we haven't spoken about. Next has to go to a next level. Started well, petered out. But that's what happens when you're young. I yeah. don't. You know that is, it is what it is. How, how old is Juzzy? Let's click on the. He I'm going to say 21, 22, or 22. So yeah, so 23 next year, 50 games under the belt, 53 yeah. games. Perfect, primed to just go to that next level. Yeah, and it's like his role sort of changed 
chopped and changed all season. He yeah, had, to, had some massive movements like that uh, goal, inter- goal, intercept yeah. goal, oh. intercept goal against Collingwood. Was we went berserk. We went absolutely berserk. <laughs> that was a game over. Yeah. It was like thirty six points up. Got a little bit too close for comfort there, as we all know. But geez, that was exciting. And obviously, he reads the ball well. Got a bit of flair. He's got flair. He's got pace. Just needs to find a way to put it all together. I don't yeah. think he's put it all together yet. No, but that's, again, that's what's going to come. Good problems to have. This is what comes with 50 to 100 games. This is when you start to hit your straps. This Eeps. is what we're going to see with Errol Goulden next year. You know? Imagine if they all played out of their skin and we lost the grand final by 81 points. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. We've got these, these levels, there's levels, there's so layers much room, here. But yeah, Juzzy, um, yeah, he's. The, the, there's no ceiling on him. He can go to it, become a really good player. Debs, let's take a break and let's come back and let's talk about the shithousery of the draft. We will. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Debs? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Blood. What was that, Mads? Just a little bit of intro music. Oh, intro though. music. I like it. Yeah. It's high quality mm-hmm. production here. That is high quality <laughs> production. So if we play it any longer, we'll be hit with a copyright infringement <laughs> suit from Australian Crawl. Uh, how good is it to be back doing a pod? It is good, mate. We're, we're excited for next year. Jeez, we're putting in some work for next year already, aren't we? We are. We've been putting in a lot of work. Yeah, things behind gonna the be, scenes, mate. It's going to be a big Big year. Look out, faithful. There's there's a lot of things happening, uh, and and our intention is, of course, to to just do so many more events, so many more events. Yeah, just get, build the community is what we want to do. Big time, yeah, big time, and so cool. That was one of the coolest parts of the year was that community building the best, and the best. You know, people saying to us that you know pre you know listening to us or you know. Prior to this, so it really only took off last year, I guess. Um, they they didn't know what to do. Like, you know, for a Swans game, what am I going to do? Go to the game by myself or, you know, but now they know, you know, if it's in Melbourne, we're going to be going. We're going to be going yep. somewhere be- before, yep. um, you know, for a few beers. And it's just a, a big community now, which is the best part. You know, you've got Gowie and Saundo up in Go Sydney. Go to the soccer together. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. And, you know, they'll probably lead a bit of a charge up there as well for the True Bloods to, um, you know, catch up and have a beer before the game and, and that type of thing. So it's... Uh, that, We're on. That's now, Dable. Mads. I have very limited understanding <laughs> or, to be honest, Debs, care. For the draft, I don't, uh, I, I don't read into all the phantom drafts. I know Cal Toomey seems to know a lot about it. He seems to get it right a lot. Pretty right, yeah. Um, to me, it is just spin the wheel and see how you go. Because I mean, it's not like the, uh, it's not like college football, right? You you get to see these guys on TV for like three years, yeah, and then they get picked up. Yeah, you know at, if they're performing any good, yeah. at a high level, you know. College football, college. I, I watch a lot of college football, right? Yeah, I, I watch so much college football, and you you know who's 
you, you know everything about them. Yeah. This, I mean, it's just it's a, I just find it a bit strange. It, it's funny, and that's what uh, King Kinnear, Kinnear Beats and the head recruiter has sort of said is, you know, there is not enough coverage on the VFL. Um, you know, there's not nowhere enough, near. And there's just not enough information out there and it makes it hard for, you know, players, especially with, you know, interstate sides and, oh, yeah. you know, the VFL being the main competition, the second tier competition, there's just not enough coverage on it and, you know. But this leads me into my point of how impressive Kinnear Beaton is with this limited amount of information he yeah. has to pick up gems Late in, uh, uh, that are meant to be, you know, late in the draft are meant to be bolters. Yeah, and Kinnear beats and said, "Well, on uh, whose list? On whose list?" Yeah, and and that's and that's why. And I loved the way that he went about it. I love screwing GWS. Yeah, I love that we screwed Adelaide with the Dawson pick. Yeah, it's it's great. And as he said, I mean, we had all those players that we bid for. We had genuine interest. More in than them. happy to take them. If More they than match, happy to take yeah, them if they didn't match the bid. So, and, and you know, what are we going to do? Get banned from drafting now for following the rules? Yeah, we're just we're just a step ahead. We are. of teams in in these aspects. Mate, we are the Bidney Swans. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but look, we'll just touch on the list changes that we have had, Mads, before we jump into those guys from the draft. Now, going off the list is James Bell. It's, it's not surprising. I think we saw it um, pretty early in the piece yep. that we didn't think he was up to the level, no. um, had adequate opportunities and just wasn't able to sort of find his feet. Do you reckon he gets picked up? I don't think so. I don't think so. He might yeah, have to do something. You can see what how he could be an AFL player, but he's got to go back and do some work. There's, not, there's probably simply not enough of a case study for other teams to go, there's enough here. Maybe North, maybe a Gold Coast. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you never know. Don't know. Um, JPK retired, um, sadly. Yeah, looking. Big loss. Body was done, mate. Yeah. You know, as soon as those soft tissues start to go, geez, it was a bad soft tissue that he did against Carlton that game too. So bad. Real bad. Tore it. Yeah. You knew it was a bad one. So, JPK guy, you would have loved to see him have one send-off game. Oh, yeah. Deserved it. What a warrior. What a warrior for our club. What a beast. One of the most underrated players of all time. If he played for a Melbourne-based side, he would be heralded. But even, like, going back to that Ben McGlynn, Josh Kennedy trade, what did we give them? Gave them nothing. Nothing. Jeez, it was good. What a trade. Um, He will be with the Swans in some capacity. Um, You know, you saw him sitting next to Horse every time he's waiting in the wings for mine, Dable. For yours, Mads. Uh, Sam Naismith delisted, swung swung the axe. Had to to be done. What did he play? 40 games in seven or eight years, man. You you hear this word of potential always being spoken about, but some people's bodies just are not made for AFL. um, We saw it with Alex Johnson. You know, he Mm -hmm. probably was on the list a year or two too long. Um, You know, I think you can sort of keep a player involved without having them on the list. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we swung the axe. Some people may think it's harsh, but if if you can't get your body out on the field, um, yeah, there's – you can't be on an AFL list, unfortunately. Can't be. Um, Barry O'Connor didn't see and did he I, play a game? I don't think so. No. Colin O'Reardon retired. Yeah. Um, that concussion knocked him around. It did. And Jesus, I think he was promising those games he came in. He always looked at the level. Ne- yep. Never got found out. Yep. Um so it's it's one I guess we'll never know what it could have been for, for Cole. 
One we know what it could have been is Ben Ronk, but yeah. it never quite got back there. Had a lot of injury issues, I'm pretty sure. Just Did. never able to get his body right. Um, and do you know what, Deeps? It's a really hard position to play. It is. It's, it's a really, throat, man. really hard. You've got to, you've got to be a self-starter. You've got to, you've got to inject yourself into the game. It's similar to a wingman in that sense. Yeah. A small forward. You've got to be able to really, when when the opportunity is there, seize it, hit the scoreboard. You know, lay lay tackles in inside forward fifty, and he. Probably just didn't do it enough. Didn't do it enough, yeah. But it's like even that game against the Bulldogs, man, there was this moment where he just had this footy smart and I was just like, wow, that is so good from Ben Ronk. Yep. Ducked inside, found the position, kicked the goal. Um, and that sort of sticks in my head. But, you know, he just wasn't able to get out there enough and, you know, say you have to pick me type thing. Yep. Um, disappointing. And, and, and it, when you've got a lot of players in that position as well, you know, Wixy probably just applies a little bit more pressure more consistently. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's one who may find his way somewhere, Ben Ronk. Yeah, I think so. And and you'd like to see it. Yep. Um, sinkers, retired. Warrior. Warrior of the club. Did some heavy lifting for some years there when we weren't so great. Yep. Um, sinkers was great. Yeah. No, um, no, nothing bad to say about Sinkers. Absolutely. And Louis Taylor, delisted as well. Yeah. Sad. Like, again, that's a guy with talent. Um, yeah. Just couldn't. Couldn't find him. He was a rising star. Rising star. You know, consistently, um, you know, in the Neafels. Neafel. Team team of the year, VFL team of the year type setup. Um, But, yeah, just never never able to break his way into the side, really. Sadly. And we bring in Aaron Francis. We do, from the from the Dons. Um, don't know heaps about him. High draft pick. I think he went pick six or something like that. Um, played some good footy for Essendon. Uh, but he's one, you know, he's in that, you know, Ted Richards mould where we can turn him into a really reliable player. Um, yep. With, with the right, um, you know, coaching in the in the Bloods culture, in the environment, he's one who, you know, obviously has talent and well, hopefully we can extract it from him. It's, it's great. It's another, you know, sort of he, he can be a bit of a swing man. He can play forward. He can play back. But, I mean, I, I see his position being back. Um, I, I've been told there's an issue, probably an issue with fitness and probably a little bit with work rate. I know he's gone through a few things in his life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm sure I've no doubt that we're, we're the right place for him at the end of the day. We've, we've seen this so many times. Um, and I think this will be another one where we, we take somebody who didn't quite fit and, uh, and make him fit. For sure. And with our first pick in the draft, we took young man Jacob Constanti. Yeah, Constanti. Um, Constanti. I, I don't know. We'll find out how it's pronounced. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But seems like a real goer. We're, we're not the best with names on no, this show. No, we're not. Petrusevic. Petrusevic. He seems like a good kid. Yeah, for modelled, sure. Modelled his game on Tom Papley. That yeah. was his... Bit of tongue out action, bit yeah. of flair. Yeah, um, that like small that. forward burst player, strong, fast. Um, looking forward to what he can do now. Caleb Mitchell, who is the, the draft bolter as such. Yeah, but right. As per Kinnear's uh, post-interview uh, on Hughes' list, Mads. Um, Wasn't we, that Vickery? Oh, Vickery, yeah, yep. you're right. Vickery, one there. Vickery yep. was the, the Cooper bolter. Cooper yep. yep. And, I mean... that. Two blokes from Gippy Power. Yep. Love this strategy. And Draft with it, mate. While Brisbane started doing it, because I think um, Fags, after they lost Shaggy yep. to the dogs, he said, that's it. 
we are only going to draft kids from Vic country, SA country. There's no go home factor. Yeah. You've got people who come from the same area. It's it's just good culturally, I think. Yeah, it's smart. And and it's tough footy out there. Yeah. You know, there's you're not going to get soft private school kids. Yeah. You're getting guys who have been playing against men since they were, they were 16. Yeah, a bit of senior footy. Yeah. And then Caleb Mitchell as well and a couple of rookie picks. Um, Jaden McGaw kicked five and six goals in his last two games um, for South Australia. Um, so shows a little bit there, bit of footy now, bit of, you know, knows where the goals are. Cameron Owen, who I think, um, no, that's Will Will Edwards, I think, is the ruckman. Um, big, big ruckman and Cameron Owen in the rookie, rookie draft as well. So they're the ones we've added to the list, Mads. As we say, we're not going to sit here and um, I'm not gonna, talk about them like we yeah. know, know what they do. Because we have no idea. And, uh, yeah, we will, not, we will not lie to you and say we have any idea. We do not. But it just seems like we know what we're doing in that space. I have full faith in, in Kinnear Beats and in the team. You know, Simon Dalrymple, guys like that seem to have their finger on the pulse and they, they seem to have really known exactly what they wanted and they went out and got it. Went out and got it, 100%. Um, but we might jump over to the socials, Mads. Let's get on board. Because we are on your Instagrams and we are on your Facebooks. Undeniably, you will find us there. <laughs> you will find us there. And a few voice notes here um, just uh, to wrap up the year that has been 2022. Um, the first one we sort of put out, what was your favourite um, moment of uh, 2022? Um, Hit me. And, and just uh, a few other social engagements, Mad. So we've got our first one comes from Ethan Romerill. Oh, we love Ethan. So good to hear that you're going to do one more potty for the year. Um, just on the Ask the Faithful question, I think my favourite moment of the year has to be that qualifying final win over Melbourne. Yep. Against all odds at the MCG in the Coliseum, such a young side who prob- who wouldn't have played in, in front of a crowd like that before. It was so good to see them really thrive in – that game and they really came to the goods and the, some of those young players really got us over the line in that game. So it was really good to see. So yeah, that's probably definitely my favorite moment of the year by far. Yeah. It was up there, Ethan, for sure. Definitely. Well, was I, we just, a- Davis, we just, we can't stand <laughs> Melbourne. We just can't. It's, it's this weird little sort of feud that's developed. Yeah. Um, I, re- I love that we've got the, the wood over him too. Oh, so it's mint. <laughs> it's just the best. It it's is the good. best. Was it, it, did Paps kick the sinker in that? Uh, yeah, because he's got the knees. He's got the knees in the back. That was the yeah of the quali, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, yeah, we we can't wait to go up against Melbourne again next year. Unbelievable. Love it. Love taking down the D's on yep. their home deck consistently yeah. too. Oh, but just the the feeling that it was a Sydney home game. Yeah. Twice in a year. Yeah, what so a pleasure. good. What, what a pleasure. What a pleasure. <laughs> we got uh, Ryan Petrasevics. <laughs> Let's see how we go. Had plenty of practice at that this year. Here we go. And, and Debs, I assume you are all well. Always well, mate. My favourite, for mine. For yours. Yes, for mine. My favourite moment of the year was probably meeting you boys before the grand final which we won't talk about, but at the pub 
with all the faithful beforehand. Bloody hell, that was good. That just, that was the highlight of the day, obviously. Um, yeah, hope you're enjoying the off-season, keeping up with the trades. We're looking good this year. Anyway, uh, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> good on you, Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, that was massive. That was a massive highlight for me as well. It was the pre-game Do you things. want a bagel? Yes, that'd be good. You do want a bagel? Nah, it's all right. It'd take too long. We'll be done soon. You sure? Yeah, all good. All good. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. He doesn't want a bagel. All good. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get crack breakfast on. done here. Yeah. Now, but yeah, just the pre the, the pre games at the pub, man. Even like getting bail exchange before an Eddie game. You know, just have a few beers. It was the best. Let's shout out some people. Uh, Liz, Liz, absolutely, Liz from Collingwood. Yep. Um, you know, Gowie, Sondo when we're in when we're in Sydney. Um, Ruthie, Snedge, Ruthie. Um, Scalesy, Scalesy, always there. Scalesy, yeah. It's just good. Christian Smith, yeah. Um, you know all all these all these guys, so cool, so cool. One of my favorites, one of the more intimate ones, was the riser on the Thursday. Yeah, it was just everyone. Jakey, Colin McGuire came down. Um, it was so cool. It was, so man. cool to have everyone down was, there. Vibe was, was so really mint. We, that, we did everything we could to to get us over the line on grand final day, didn't we? Just, oh man, it's just like it's just that there isn't a god out there. I don't think, Matt. Oh, we there, no, it. there, it's, it's okay. We just <laughs> we got to keep it. winning, D Bull. Just keep winning. We never lost since I said that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Next one comes from Dan John. Hey there, guys. Um, first time. Love to know what your um, side for 2023 and 2024 would be with uh, all the new additions and uh, all, uh, including Aaron Francis. Um, so love to see, uh, and 2024, by the way, love to see what your side is for 2024 as well. Up the potty. Well, I just see, um, I, I really just see Aaron Francis being being a halfback. Yeah, halfback. Um, real probably We've, another intercept player too. Yep. You can have a couple of them in a side. Um, Can't have enough, Dable, for yeah, mine. Yeah, for yours. Uh, you know, he can probably learn a thing from how, you know, Paddy's gone about his year this year. It's yep. he works his way in there. It's a bit sort of hard to you know lock down what our side's going to look like <laughs> even next year and the year after. Um, totally. the, the catalyst is there. There's not too many changes um, to to that 22 that um, played in the grand final mads, but you know, well we just it's just it's the same team. It's just execution, execution, and and younger guys, bigger bodies, pre seasons. That's where I see the improvement yep. coming from. A couple of other names come to mind: Mitchie Charles, big Mitchie Paddy, Charles, yeah, yeah, Paddy, yeah, 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 it's good. It's Chiller, Liam Chiller, hey, the Elliot boys, yeah, the Elliot boys for sure. That was Media sensational. Street, Media Street. We're on your Today shows. <laughs> We're on your sunrises. <laughs> We're hitting your mainstream media, true buds. Yeah, well, here's one. Here's a name for you. Give me. He needs to, this man is 18 next year. I'm sure we're going to have oh. a lot of fun with him next year. Yeah, that was good. He was he was in the Union yeah. Hotel. He was 17 Pre-pre-lim. years old. Stuck a beer in his head. <laughs> Georgie Molnar. Here we go. Boys, George from Nullawadi. Pretty sure we're still doing that. We are. Um, like to go through. 
the draft. Um, I think the best part about the whole draft was screwing over GWS. It's a very spiteful uh, man. He is taking their academy player, and then with the small fawn, uh, Contestani, however you pronounce his name, <laughs> um, GWS were also looking into him a lot. So the double screw over is just the, the best thing. I just love screwing GWS over. <laughs> I can all get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's good. It's good to get um, one back on Adelaide too. Make them bid on a bid on a player in GWS. It's always good to you know. Oh yeah, across well, the rivals. The thing with GWS was they put forward a trade to them as well, and you know gave them ample opportunity. Yep. So yep. you know it wasn't a, a pure dog move. Um, but the n- next one comes from Big Zano. Zaino Zaino art. Red and white. Now, some of his artwork's going to be on display next year, for sure. Mads, a few things in the pipeline Oh, a lot in the pipeline. There'll be a bit of Zaino uh, going around. Zaino's handiwork, but yep. here he is. Mads, Deebs, Zaino here. Assume you're both well. Just a quick shout to say thanks on behalf of the faithful for providing the brilliant Swannies content that you do week in and week out. Content that we're not getting on our footy shows or our SENs. But we are, thanks to you guys, on our Facebooks and our Instagrams. <laughs> so again, thank you for your time and your effort. Look forward to being on board and riding that large body of water to the promised land next year. For mine, for yours. it's ours for the taking. <laughs> up the Swannies, up the potty. Up on your Zaino. On your Zaino, yeah. Um, really love getting involved with Zane. He's very frequent on your Twitters as well. Um, our Twitter is growing, Mads. Is it? Yeah, I have so never seen it. We'll have to get you on the Twitter. It's good Good news on uh, Twitter. But we will – that was on your Instagrams, and we're going to flick over to your Facebooks. I believe there's one. I believe there's one. <laughs> we're, are we going with Ali Habak? We are. are we? We Ali are. Habak is always good for a voice note. Here we go. Ali Habak, ladies and gents. My opinion, true bloods. For next year's grand final, if this one's get there, we need to not be starstruck. And we need our players to be not kids anymore, men, and be bogged up this off-season. Deebs and mads. Because I don't want us to be runners-up anymore in this one's way. To be hurt or to be upset or crying or angry at the Swans on the TV or wherever we watch the Swans team play. It's time we stop this hurt and pain, 10 of years, Debs and Matt and all the Swans fans who are listening, and we win the grand final next year, not lose it. One point is always going to nice. make us lose games and behinds. We need to get six-point goals. And next year, if Buddy doesn't help us win the grand final and Sam Reid, we need to piss him off. <laughs> get players who are hungry to win grand finals, not lose them. <laughs> And I'm just being honest, Debs yeah, and Matt, all the ones faithful, because I've had enough of this hurt and pain and torment. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm over it. I just wanted to see this one win another f- grand final and sing the song for JPK and for Kenny, who passed away this year. Yeah. Up the bloods, Debs and Matt, all the ones faithful. Good on you, Ali. On you, Ali. And and he does raise a good point. Kenny Williams, the uh, yeah. the heartbeat of the club, sadly passed away this year. Um, what a what a champion. 
of a human being. Yeah, sensational. It was an absolute staple of the club. Um, head of hydration down there at Swans <laughs> Training, and um, loved it. Just seeing him on Grand Final day. That that video when we won in two thousand and twelve uh, of of him with the cup in the middle. You, yeah, that's mean. just so. Good. It's it makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Um, Certainly does. You know, that's what clubs are built on. Is People like Kenny. That's yep. what that's what makes clubs go around. And um, yeah, rest in peace to the great man. Indeed, indeed. Um, that probably wraps us up for the uh, social. Oh, uh, we got two more. Oh, Gowie. Wow, Gowie. Big Gowie's got one through here. He's got two, two actually. Jeez. Here we go. Good evening, gents. Uh, well, I guess by the time you listen to this, it'll be in the morning. So maybe good morning. <laughs> good morning. Um, so, season in review. What a season 2022 was, eh? Um, guess the best way I could put it was we fell short. We fell short and it hurt hard. Um, but hopefully that pain will spur the boys on for pain and hurt and cracking touring. 2023. And hopefully we go one better. Um, truth be told, I felt before that day... Um, I, I felt we were honestly a, a season or two ahead of where we should be. Like we have a really, really young and promising squad. Um, and we got a bright, bright future. I thought I'd do a, a three, two, one of sorts. So I go, uh, three being my third best player to one being the MVP of the season. Um, three, I want to give to Luke Parker. The ever reliable, ever consistent Luke Parks. Um, a two. Um, it's a toss up between Heaney and Mills. Can't can't decide between those two. They both played very important roles throughout the season. And number one has to be Chad Warner. Surely. Absolutely brilliant season. Uh, he's come of his come of age, and I think he's going to be a bright star of the future, and probably a Brownlow medalist. Up the Swannies, up the Bloods, and up the Potty. Oh, no, and up Gowie. the Socceroos. <laughs> Big soccer man, Gowie. Um, and thank you, Gowie, for your, for your contributions this year. You've you've been uh, you've been brilliant. It's been so good uh, having a few beers with you and uh, and listening to your your thoughts on the socials. So thank you. For sure, good on you, Gowie. And the last one for the year comes through from Scalesy. Here we go. Boys, faithful. Oh, well, I'm sure the uh, grand final's been dissected. I uh, pretty much went on a media ban after the game. Just didn't consume <laughs> like anything like a lot of people. But anyway, saw the boys are back at training, so I ripped the band-aid off. I listened to the potty from the uh, grand final dissection anyway. <laughs> oh, but listen, credit to Geelong. Good team, you know. They lost no, the grand final in 2020. They come back and win it two years later, so there's hope for us there still. But love the atmosphere at the Union before the game. I sort of felt like I was back living in the UK with... The EPL soccer style vibe. They're the singing, the chanting, getting around the boys anyway. So, I oh, listen, just in my, the meantime, I've actually reached out to my media agency just to run past the media straight work. And um, your appearance on Channel 9 was worth about 80k. Channel 7, about 65 to 70. Uh, Channel 10, uh, probably 10 bucks because no one watches it. <laughs> anyway, building some uh, good equity in the uh, true bloods. Ah, brand. Anyway, 2023 for mine, boys. I've got all the young guys, you know, all in their early 20s, mate. I love watching this, you know. So exciting next year. 
Guinea Beats in the recruiting team, Aaron Francis, I didn't think he was much of a player, but they recruited him in the top 10, so also, I reckon we've got another gem here, another one of those recycled guys. And I reckon the AFL have missed one with this AFL Magic Round. It should have been in Sydney. We've got all the grounds up there. Grow the game. Anyway, listen, what I'm looking for this year, more stars on the potty, particularly LRT was one of my favourites, <laughs> and Troy Luff. All right. You know, I know he's over 50. He won a grand final in the last couple of years anyway. Also, highlight of the year, round two, went up to the SCG by myself, listened to the potty, and then, you know, got down the bat and ball, met everyone for the first time, running on the G with the big budwas, great. Anyway, have a Merry Christmas to all the Bloods faithful out there. For those who celebrated, otherwise, enjoy the end of the year. Look forward to meeting you all next year. Up the Bloods and up the potty. Get on, on your scalesy. Nah, sensational from you, mate. Um, yeah, always good getting to the games. And, yeah, Scalzi was one of the first ones we met up there at the bat and ball. It seems so long ago that round, too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It you seems know? like ages ago, man. Our, our first little meet-up, we're like, oh, it might be awesome if four or five come down and we had 30 down there and, you know, we're taking your photos. It's good. It was good. <laughs> it was gags. It was good. It was big, big gags. <laughs> well, mate, that just uh, about wraps us Can up. Can I just say... Of course you can. It's your podcast, The mate. AFL <laughs> is a joke. They're a joke of a league. The medical sub, I looked at the statistics. Remember when they started? It's policy on the run with these people. Yeah. It's policy on the run. They change, they chop and change the rules as they say, see fit and how it's going to suit essentially ratings. Collingwood, you, the, the, the rule in essence at the start was – if you come off as a medical sub, you do not come back for 14 days. I.e., it's meant to be there for concussion. You do your protocol and you and come injury. back. Collingwood, five times they came back straight away the week after. The week after. Not yeah. one reprieve at all. Yeah. Well, it's good that they've changed it at least. Well, um, but still, not, not being, a, not, A, not enforcing when people use it incorrectly. Yeah. And then, oh, my God, they're just a joke, Debs. <laughs> but it's it's interesting having the sub back. So yeah. it's now a tactical, tactical type sub, situation. And it's different to what it was because you still got your four on the bench yep. and then you've got your sub. So that's 23 it. in the squad. Um, so it just it, makes more sense. It does. And that's the way it should always be. So common sense has come to the fore there, mate. But, but look, thank you all again for your wonderful support. We're, we're going to keep on rolling. We've been doing a lot of work uh, during the last couple – last sort of month or so to uh to get things ready to go for next year we feel we've got a really good uh, amount of momentum and and we've got a, a lot of time to really build things for you guys it's all obviously centered around you and making you know your experience uh as as good and as uh, i i guess as community based as as it can possibly be so uh look forward to that yeah we do yeah 2023 is going to be a big year for us we're looking to you know make, make some big waves into just building the community that's the the main thing and that's why it was so enjoyable this year is you know is catching up before games, going for beers, you know, putting on, you know, beers for the faithful. That's what, um, you know, any sort of, any way you support us, that's what, um, yeah, that's the, what the it's going to go back the into. The funds go into. You're, you're, you're investing, you're essentially investing in yourselves because it will, it will come back to you uh, in the form of beers. For and sure. We love beers. We do. And, you know, we're going to be doing another run of the merch. Um, there, there's some exciting things that we'll uh, sort of touch on early next year that we've um, got planned for the faithful. But, yeah, what a year it was, Mads. 2023, we made a grand final. We came up a little bit short, but 
Jeez, it was bloody, bloody what a ride. awesome. What a ride. Um, so good, mate. Thanks for all your work this uh, year. Thank you, Dable. It's, um, it's been awesome. We've uh, created something pretty cool here, and, uh, you know, we just got to, you know, capitalise while the momentum's there um, and, yeah, really march on to victory in 2023. Very well said. But, mate, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Speaking number on, one in the hearts. Number one in the hearts, number one on the charts. Speaking words of wisdom. Up, up the potty. potty.